1: Welcome to the Ziegler Inspire Podcast. Ziegler Inspire Podcast. Hello there, I'm Blake Lindsay and I certainly do want to give you a warm welcome to Zig Ziegler's Inspire Podcast. Today we are continuing to discuss how to build relationships, especially with our co-workers. Zig will tell us the mistakes he has made and how to learn from them. Let's listen together. Let me uh, plead guilty. One Saturday afternoon, uh, several years ago... I was coming back from out-of-town trip. I stopped by the office to pick up my mail, and as I did so, Lisa Carpenter, who worked with us at that time, was walking out the door, and I said, Lisa, what are you doing here on Saturday afternoon? She said, Well, I just came by to pick up the supplies I need for the training session I'm conducting this afternoon. All of a sudden it hit me just like a ton of bricks. We had hired Lisa when she was still in school as a part-timer. She was a neat, pleasant uh, student and a very bright worker. But I had, in all of my travels, I had not spent a lot of time talking with Lisa, and I had completely forgotten the fact that she was one of the most capable speakers and staff members we had. I had not in my mind kept pace with her growth. It's one of the most serious mistakes we make in management. That's one of the reasons that a lot of people go and seek greener pastures elsewhere because they say, well, I cannot get recognition here and respect for what I'm doing. That's a very important point. Let me stress here, you treat people like you see them, and the way you treat them determines that relationships. Uh, A a number of years ago, a young lady went to work for the Hilton uh, hotel chain. She was doing quite well. She got word that uh, Mr. Hilton himself was going to be a guest in the hotel the next day. She had never seen him, and so she was nervous and uptight. And she asked other clerks there, have you ever seen Mr. Hilton? They had not seen him either. And she said "But that he was going to be a guest in the hotel. And she got all uptight. She said, oh boy, I hope that uh, I don't foul up if I'm the one who checks him in. Well, the next evening, uh, she got a call from Mr. Hilton. He said, you know, when I uh, checked in this afternoon, you were so professional, you were so gracious, you were so friendly. I am so delighted to have you as a member of the staff. Now, the interesting thing is, she never knew that he had checked in. She had been treating everybody all day long Every male that checked in, he thought, baby, this is Milton Hilton. The thought hit me as I read that little example, why don't we treat everybody like they're VIPs? Would it make a difference in the relationships we have with them? I think we all know the answer to that. Let me say that your happiness is determined more by the success of your relationships than any other single thing. I'll get into it later, but let me also say this. If you're not getting along well with the people who are important to you, you're one more miserable human being. Your relationships will have a direct bearing on your effectiveness on the job, they'll have a direct bearing on your health, they'll have a direct bearing on your happiness. They'll have a direct bearing on your hope and your security and every other thing. If the relationships are not going good, you start finding fault with everything you do. Now, you know, early on in the first session, we fitted you with a pair of glasses and we've already learned that the way you see your business is going to play a major role in how effective you are in that business. In other words, your business is not out there. Your business is right here between your ears. And the way you see yourself has a direct bearing on how effective you are in your relationships because if you can get along with you, then it's infinitely easier to get along with others. By now you should be comfortable with the way you see yourself so you can easily adjust and properly see others. That's important because, again, the way you see them determines the way you treat them, and the way you treat them determines their performance. Now, nowhere, nowhere is discipline more important than it is in the way we deal with people. You know, when you meet somebody who's rude and nasty and obnoxious, the inclination is so strong to bite back at them, but the future that you have in a lot of companies is determined by that relationships. According to executive recruiters, seven people out of ten who lose their job lose it because they do not have the right kind of relationships there, are personality conflicts. Now, basically, we live in a self-centered, I want to be me, I want to be free society. That's what everybody, you know, let it all hang out. Let me express myself. Let me just insert a word here about the concept of freedom. A lot of the songs have the refrain, I want to be free. But you take the train off the tracks, it's free, but it can't go anywhere. You take the steering wheel out of the automobile, it's absolutely under the direction and control of no one, but it can't move. Think about it in this light. The sailor only has freedom of the seas when he or she has become an absolute slave to the compass. Until you're absolutely obedient to the compass, you've got to stay within sight of shore. Now, once you're obedient to that compass, then you can go anywhere in the world the boat you're on will take you. When we become disciplined so that we do not utter everything that's on our mind, when we control our voice, then we can, in fact, have a better opportunity to get ahead in life. Do you respond uh, to the way people treat you or do you react to the way they treat you? I love the story of the Berlin Wall. When it was erected, there, obviously with a lot of construction, you have uh, you know a lot of garbage and trash and so forth. The East Germans took uh, a lot of that garbage and trash before the wall was sealed and they hauled it over to West Berlin. There's not a huge dump load truck full of it. Well, the West Berliners got pretty unhappy about that. They decided they were going to load up a dozen uh, truckloads of garbage and haul it back. But wiser heads prevailed And they got together a huge truckload of food and medicine and blankets, and they sent it back across with a little note. Each gives what each has to give. What do we return? What is in it for us, you might ask. Let me tell you what happens when we adopt the kind of attitudes I'm talking about. According uh, to Norman Scheidel, a group becomes a team when each member is sure enough of himself or herself and one's contribution that they can praise the skill, abilities, and contributions of others. Again, back to the self-image. When you're comfortable with yourself, Fear and prejudice goes right out the window. Thank you, Zig. So many of you have reached out to me to tell me how Mister Ziegler has impacted your life, and I love to hear your stories. You may contact me at blindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at com. Or feel free to call me at 214 207 6972 and let me know how you are doing and how these podcasts are affecting you. We are so pleased to bring Zig's message of hope to you. I'm Blake Lindsey, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler, inspiring true performance.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network.